Welcome to the Ocean Tribe Hangout, where we chat with water humans from across the world. We focus on passion, representation, and most importantly, inspiring the world to venture into the most beautiful place, the ocean. Let's tuck in. Welcome to season two of the Ocean Tribe Hangout. Our guest today is a lady by the name of Aurelia Carnets. She is a freediver who has done some diving under ice. She's a freelance writer and a vintage shop owner. So Aurelia lives in Paris and France and lives for the ocean and vintage fashion. She joins the Black Mermaid today to chat about freediving, representation, and her entire experience of diving under ice in Canada. Let's tuck in. A small reminder that our podcasts are audios that are extracted from my Instagram live interviews. So I do hope that you'd give us a little bit of grace because the stoke is real. Um, so be a bit patient with us as we find our way. But thank you for being here. Cheers. So tell us about yourself. Tell us about you. What's your what's your love? What's your passion? What wakes you up in the morning? Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> so I have mainly two things. I, I hope you can hear me well. Do you Perfectly. Hear me? Okay. Yeah. So I would say that I have two passions in life. Yeah. I have more, but the ocean and fashion are the, the biggest ones. Like uh, yeah. uh, I live in Paris, so I cannot dive all the time as much as I want, going by the sea and, and stuff. But uh, every time, every time within the day, I'm thinking about the ocean. I'm thinking about... Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, free diving with whales or free diving with sharks. So it's really like an obsession. And <laughs> right now with, <laughs> with quarantine, we're after quarantine, but before that and, you know, and everything that happened, I'm feeling like I'm really missing the sea and I'm missing free diving. I'm missing being there. So yeah. it's pretty intense. And the other passion, I'm actually also a fa um, vintage fashion owner. I have my own online business that I wow. started just before quarantine. So it's yeah. great. I'm getting into it. Wow. So it's also my second main passion in life. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, 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 so it's funny because like, it's almost like when you think of like French people, you picture passion and fashion and so when you when you say um I'm a freediver but I'm also a fashion person I'm like of course you are you live in Paris <laughs> the whole world comes to see you you know the whole world comes to Paris to see what fashion you know is going to be making the the news and all of that which is actually awesome but um it makes me think about when you say I think about freediving all day every day that's me it's like it's it's near when you say it's like an obsession it is actually it's not like it <laughs> so, so so you're definitely like at home with me i think about it all the time and the i think two days ago we spotted the first two whales of the season uh, so yeah. they were just so the video i think it's that one or another one i'm not sure no but... no okay um and 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 they were breaching and we just thought oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> tell us how you got into freediving. Tell us how you end up freediving. Um, yeah. Actually, did you grow up in the ocean? How, no. how did it work? I'm actually not at all an ocean baby. I was pretty much scared of the water. I started like four years ago and yeah. I 
really tell you what drove me to the water, what what happened, but it was like um, we did with my boyfriend this trip to Costa Rica because it has yeah. a there was doing an amazing project around jaguars and conservation and stuff like that. Wow. So being immersed in, in nature, you know, it's changed a lot in yourself. And when we came yeah. back to Paris, I started, you know, to really document myself about the ocean and ocean activists and people like that. And one day yeah. my boyfriend like, whoa, I would really love to try the, um, the PADI certification. Yeah. And okay because prior to that he told me oh you know I have friends who did it it would be nice if we do it too and I was like no you know I'm scared of water I'm scared <laughs> head on the water everything I was really scared of it so wow I'm not a water baby and things change I don't know really I cannot pinpoint something and it changed and I'm hooked on it right now so wow yeah so, so that's incredible right because I'm the same I, I'm not a water baby. I did not grow up in the water. And I don't know if like, I don't know if I've ever like had, had a deep fear for it, but I'm also very new to water. So in 2016, only then did I start um, snorkeling and I started scuba diving. And, and then a little bit later before I knew it, I was scuba diving all the time. And then I came across this video as I tell everybody and then free diving became a thing. And yeah. now when we go on any holiday, I don't even want to scuba. Like I love scuba, <laughs> but I don't even want to scuba. I just want to free dive the whole time. Yeah. Because first I, I told you, I started being a water baby, if I may say so, uh, four years ago, but first, the yeah. first mainly um, scuba diving. Yeah. And we went to Dominica with my boyfriend. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, it's you need to go there. You need to go there. It's amazing. Oh, sorry, my phone. It's amazing. We went to Dominica. So just to to let people know, it's not Dominican Republic. It's really Dominica, Dominica. Yeah. Uh, in Guadalupe Island and Martinique, which are the French these islands, and got it. Yeah, and we went on a tour in Champagne Reef, which is a um, quite famous spot there. You have like bubbles of sulfur in the water. So it gives it wow. like champagne feel. So this is why they wow. call it Reef. So you can wow. see champagne. And we were with that, uh, that guy, that, um, that diving guy who was showing us around the reef, uh, fish and everything in between. And sometimes... Wow was taking one breath and going down and I was like whoa the the whole scenery was just beautiful with wow down going up and I said okay I want to do this uh this is what I want to do this is wow. why the, so that's actually so amazing so I've heard a lot about the Dominica and everyone says the diving there is beautiful and I can only imagine when you talk about these champagne bubbles because the only the best way that I can imagine it is when you free dive and the scuba divers at the bottom yeah. and you are diving into their bubbles and it feels like a different level of magic and you're like holding on to the little bubble. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Let me quickly pop in. Thank you to everybody who's joining our live. Please let us know if you have any questions for our guest. Um, so tell me, where do you normally dive? So you mentioned that you live in you live in Paris, and do you, where do you where do you go to dive that side, and how far is it? Yeah, usually I we often go um, 
across the Atlantic. So most of the time it's in the, it's in the Caribbean. Uh, okay. I dove a little bit in France, in the south of, of France, but mostly it's uh, in the Caribbean. So I did Martinique. I went in Mexico. I went to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went in Canada. Not very <laughs> tropical, but one of the best dives as well. Um, I can imagine. in Dominica. So yeah. You, ha you, you have the most amazing images. So between all of these beautiful places that you are diving, who is taking your pictures? Because I mean, <laughs> the, the, your pictures look amazing. I mean, when I, come, when I came across your whole feed, I just thought this chick is doing all the things I'm wanting to be doing. I'm in love with her. I need to find her. I need to know, you know, what, you know, tell it. How does it all just happen? Like, who who's your human? Tell us who's your human. Oh, uh, so <laughs> usually when I go diving, I did a little bit of research on who I would like to meet because one of the aspects for me that is important in freediving is not um, like how how long I can hold my breath or how far I can go. It's not that important. It's nice because yeah. it enables me to stay longer uh, below the water, but I really love yeah. to new people and yeah. when I article I went <clears throat> sorry in Amankai freediving which yeah. is center um, managed by two sisters yeah and the was Marina which uh, who is Italian and he's she's living there and she took my yeah we were training so usually wow. professional photographers so this is why wow. pretty neat and very nice so yes it's, they are professional photographers I, I, I love that so much because now you're giving like a different aspect that says at the end of the day, and, and, and I often say this, that free diving, we often get so caught up on how deep can you go? How long can you hold your breath? And sometimes the question is just about getting comfortable and having fun, but also you get an opportunity to meet new people. So if you reach out to like the dive centers that are wherever it is that you're going, you could really get a really good picture while you're at it. Yeah, because, you know, even through mails and everything, you get, you know, yeah. the people that you're talking to. And every time, you know, I, I, I need to say that I wasn't disappointed because any, every time I was feeling that this person was the right person with whom I should be diving, it happened. It was an amazing experience in Canada as well, because when wow. I go diving trips, I don't go with my boyfriend. So I'm really traveling alone. So okay. important for me, even for safety reason to be in good hands if i may say so so it's really important for me even through emails to feel comfortable to feel that you're not yeah. answer me, to answer me things like that so this is the most important aspect because if example you're having a blackout underwater you need to be you know in good hands to be sure that the person next to you is taking good care of you so this is the main important aspect I love that so much. And, and I don't think most, most, so it's not often that you always have a boyfriend and girlfriend or partners that are diving together. So now that you're saying, you know, I'm normally traveling by myself, you're hundred percent right. That safety is number one and whoever is around you, you know, we never dive by ourselves, no. but whoever is around you should be able and be competent enough to take charge if anything has to happen. And that's free diving. Yeah, that's the, the important, the, that's the first thing that we learn, never dive alone, always dive with a buddy, and you need yeah. to trust with your buddy, because when we go yeah. scuba diving, 
my boyfriend scuba dives, so we are partners. So I mean, 100% trust. But when I'm free diving, I need to feel the same. And it's yeah. the same club in Paris. I'm super happy with them because yeah, nice cohesion and I love them. So it's yeah. really I'm, I actually feel the same because even with my scuba diving buddy, I did. I then said he had to go on a free diving course, even if it was just the level one basic free diving course. Because I said, if you're going to be buddying me when I'm training, be it depth or be it distance when I'm free diving, I want you to be competent enough yeah. to, if anything happens, you need to be competent enough, not only to be able to get to me, but to get to me safely and bring me back to safety and that's super 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 important and I see Nazoa says that's so cool such a great idea to connect with local divers absolutely true um so reaching out to the different dive centers and making contact yeah now tell us way of yeah travel, because some people they love they love uh traveling you know to to do hikes or to uh explore um I don't know monuments or things like this I love to connect yeah people who are locals yes. and doing yes love. so for me it's the the way I travel now and doing some but, when I can <laughs> absolutely but hold on so um and locals know all the best spots right yeah. so the locals will tell you where to go if you're looking for the biggest party and underwater party that is yeah tell us about your ice dive uh, I am you have to tell us one how it how you started with yeah. it like because i remember when you were telling me the story i was just like i was so inspired so tell us how you get to doing this ice dive and and how it went like what happened i would say it started like uh, i started scuba and free diving it's just like that i don't know why it just happened <laughs> Overnight, uh, it was first just a thought, a mere thought, and after it started to grow as an obsession. And as it was starting to grow as an obsession, I was seeing, um, I will say his name because I went with him. Actually, I went to Canada to, to meet him. It's wow. his goons. He's a professional photographer and he okay. lives. So he's taking all this great imagery uh, on wow. the and with his friend Andrew, who is a um, freediver instructor. So wow. I seeing all of their pictures and I was like, oh, I, I would love to go there. And uh, one day I saw that uh, Jeff was proposing an ice freediving tour. Um, I was like, oh, but I cannot go. It's a little bit out of my budget. It's not the right time for me, etc." Wow. So I don't know how things went well. I went there. We It was a three days no two days i think two days ice tour oh. so during those two days we went under ice dove under ice uh it's really challenging because when you're going in the water it's like it's cold but it's a coldness that you could never imagine of it's like you have things going through your body and yeah it's pretty intense it's pretty intense but at the same time it's rewarding because it's wow. beautiful it's calm it's if you loved freediving, I think ice freediving is another level. It's clearly something else. Wow. But so hold on. Do they like cut open so they so so everyone gets there and they cut a hole where everyone will go in and where everyone will come out? Yes. Yeah, so they cut a hole, but they do it manually. So yeah. 
30 to 40 minutes in the cold. <laughs> so you wait, you know. <laughs> so it's pretty intense to, to do it because the ice, the ice is so thick, you know, and it's, it's pretty intense, but you get warmed up by, warmed up by doing it. So you just do the hole. We did just one hole where we were going down and up from it. So yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty intense. So now tell me, you were also doing depth disciplines. You were not only doing distance, you also did depth. It's actually, no, we were more exploring because where we went, because they know the place. So this is why it's really nice to dive with locals. Uh, you have a shipwreck. So what we did wow. is exploring the shipwreck. They, they were showing me like where to go, see what's going on around there. And Jeff was taking his amazing pictures all the time. And it was, it was an amazing experience because of the, of the scenery, but also of the people. We were three. Yeah. I was, it was supposed to, uh, we were supposed to have other people, but because of the COVID-19 that was starting, uh, they couldn't come. So I was only with Jeff, Andrew, and, and wife Lily. So I was with professionals and it was, it was, very nice but, but but that's amazing right because yes it's sad that other people weren't able to make it but it made your experience even more richer you know they 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 the focus the focus was yeah. not multiple the focus was you and you could you could 100% enjoy the space so what else were you wearing what, what were you wearing did you only wear your suit yeah yeah yes it was only a wetsuit but i was renting a seven millimeters wetsuit with all the gear you know specifically for the ice so it was less cold than we can imagine but it was pretty intense because I did a dive in Iceland in Silfra but it was uh, with the dry uh, dry suit yes so you cannot feel the cold at all and you need to get into it to get into the water and with the element and one time you're hot because you need that it's really really thick and after you go out and it's pretty intense getting colder and colder you need to add your circulation so it's really a battle of the mind i will say you need to calm your mind you need to as free divers we we learn to to go into that space you need to go into that space you know you yeah. need to avoid the the cold and that is happening around you so where did the dive happen and what time of the year was it and how how cold did the waters get uh i would say the water was probably why the outside temperature was zero because yeah sometimes it may, may even have went below zero but yeah i would say zero for the external temperature and one for the water yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> the dive, the ice dive that you did was in Canada and you were just explaining where it was in Canada. Yeah, at the north of Toronto, like three hours, three hour drive uh, near the lake. Like, uh, I don't know how you say in English, like uh, this bit of land that goes in the water. So not an island. Okay. Island. And it was okay. So three hours from Toronto. Wow. Um, I, I love how I would love to say, like, I know what it is that you mean, but um, I don't. So if someone is, if someone yeah. knows what she means, please do let us know. Because every so often I joke that my English disappears. So every, yeah. my English sometimes is there 
and then every so often it packs its bags and it leaves so <laughs> so you guys did this dive for how many days for three you said it was three days two days it was two days two days yeah so you and and how long did you dive at a time so were you like out there for an hour and you dived for 30 minutes or do you remember how long your dives were I know the first day was pretty intense. You know, my body wasn't prepared for that. So we stayed, I would say like one hour, two hours, but usually uh, I was going for one dive and I was going up and Andrew was going after me. So we were alternating like that. The second day I was more at ease with the cold and everything. So we stayed there quite a long time. I would say three wow. to four hours doing wow. you know, between the two of us. So. Wow. That was the time. So, so do you like have a boy that you are holding on to, or are you coming out of the hole? So you're no. coming out of the hole and you're sitting on land. Yeah. Or are you we... holding on to like a boy? Yeah. No. No. For this one, we didn't have. We just we didn't had. We just cut the hole while I was diving because you know it's my first time. I can get not. Yeah, I can get a little bit disorientated. So. Uh, Andrew was putting his fin in the water and I couldn't know easily where to go out. So we were functioning like that. Sure, that's amazing. So you had a seven millimeter suit. I saw that you had you had yeah. hand mitts. I think you had hand, is it mitts? So you had hand mitts. Tell us, tell us all the equipment that you had. And, and I think you were saying you rented all of it. Hey guys, um, thank you so much for joining us on this live. Aurelia is just having, I think, a little bit of challenges. I think she's just going to be back in a little bit. But she was telling us about the ice dive that she did in Canada. And they did two days of diving, and it was just incredible. So I see she's back. Let's get her back on the live. Okay, so I was renting a hood as well, a cap, you know, for their head. Uh, it was seven millimeters, uh, uh, wetsuit, seven millimeters, gloves, five or seven, I guess, little booties that was uh, pretty thick as well. So I couldn't have my free diving fins in the video or in the picture, like the scuba diving fins. So it was also challenging to, you know, to, to dive with this because I'm not really used to that. So I was like, oh, I'm missing something. So yeah. it was challenging. Yes. I had a uh, for the belly and also for the neck so wow so i've never actually dived with a neck weight belt before so I, I wouldn't know like how that would compare but tell us how deep was the wreck that you were that you were looking at do you remember how deep it was uh, it wasn't that deep i think it was maybe seven to ten so it was okay you could reach pretty easily, well easily bottom and you know have a tour of not all the rest. mostly i was doing the front of it a little bit up and going outside of the water so yeah i would say i don't recall exactly but i would say seven between seven so pretty, pretty yeah, yeah that, that sounds quite nice because um when when we were in in egypt uh the one morning we were all supposed to scuba dive so everyone has their tanks ready and I walk up, like I walk up and I look out into the water and we were going to be diving this wreck that I could see. I could, it looked 
it looked crystal the water was crystal and i just said i'm not going on today's dive and everyone said like what do you mean i'm like like the wreck is right here it's like less than 10 meters <laughs> i could explore until i can't anymore i could, i can explore for the next you guys go on your dive and and that's how i ended up not scuba diving so when you say that the 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 wreck was between 7 and 10 meters i love that because it's a beautiful place to play it's like you can go in you can go under you can even like take your gopro it's all of the fun <laughs> i wanted to ask you about oh i was going to ask you about gear so for me i often say that when you are on a dive and you don't have your own gear it's always such a trick so now when you're saying i i battled with the scuba fins cuz I, i didn't have my normal fins that's always an issue yeah that's the biggest one i think the fins and the mask always that also with my mask always bring it uh are, are the main issues and especially if you're free diving with i'm in a different environment maybe if it was in tropical water that could have been fine but with the cold like going inside of you and everything new is completely a different environment i felt like yeah. i was missing something but yeah. and by important to that you have a good energy you were telling me okay yeah. yes i know it's complicated try to avoid that it's really an amazing place to be and comforting me and cheering me up about that because it's really complicated in type of water to really yeah. find your strengths without the fins proper fins yeah and like you hit on all of the important points like for me my gear is important it has to be my gear and your mask your mask is the most personal thing like your mask and your fins i i can handle anything else i don't mind diving in anybody's suit i'm not really bothered for many things but my mask and my fins have to be my mask yeah. <laughs> and my fins <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us um what other where yeah, exactly. you, where else are you wanting to dive do you have any any bucket Ooh, uh, list dives oh of course i do i do i do but i also have you know that bucket list where i want to go back where it was amazing so i would say i would like love to go back to Mexico with Amon Kai for diving and also back to Canada with and and Andrew and Lily wow. but I also want to explore meet all the new people you know because on Instagram like you can exchange you know world and you're like oh I I would love to meet that person so I'm planning I'm not sure because you know the current situation if I can even though it's not that far if I can make it to the UK because there is this rapper called Lex Lane uh which is doing an amazing job her photos are surreal it's really out of this world so i would really love to her and to dive with wow. her wow so i would say i would love to go to uk i would love also to go to catalina states you know you have all, all these all those kelp kelp forests so i would love to go there Ooh. i would love to go try as well spear fishing because i'm following kimi werner and she's a total inspo of mine i'm i would say i'm lost of the time but i don't eating fish or meat if it's sustainably sourced 
So I love her thinking and the, the love she has and respect for the ocean. So I would love meeting, I would love yeah. to meet her one day and maybe speak with somebody else. And yeah. also because they inspire me, I'm a diverse. You know, there are these women in Japan. Yes, women, yes, like, yes, uh, yes. Seven years, roughly. And all of their life, they are, they have sourced their own food on their one breath and they're totally inspired because you know we are in a society where we value young young we when you get old it's like oh you're you're, you're getting growing older you have kids in this society and i love that in their community thing revolve around them and i think it's totally inspiring yeah. to have like that you know being active at 65 70 even yeah. 80 year old yeah it totally inspired me to be like the the biggest freediving dream of mine wow i i love that so much because i remember when kimmy came out with the the trip when she went on the trip i found it so inspirational because for me it just it 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 reminds me of how often people are written off or written out of history you know you look at these women they've been diving for years but when we talk about divers we're not talking about them and it's such a beautiful space yeah. to one, you know, you know, for me, representation is important. And you're right, even in the age representation, because yeah. when people talk about, uh, you know, representation, it's sometimes often only linked to race, but age is important yeah. and different bodies are important and different ethnicities and genders and everything is important. And I love that. When I was watching that documentary, I just yeah. thought, you know, Kimmy did a phenomenal job. She really did a service to take us to that place and let us, you know, get to know these women and explore who they are and be inspired by them. Absolutely. And okay. And, yeah. and I definitely okay. agree to like the spearfishing dream. And this is what it was all So are you were saying? Yeah. Properly. No, 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 no. Sorry, uh, I'm listening to you. It, it, we had the misconception. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So are you were saying? Uh, it's important. Yeah, I was saying that it's important because as you were saying in the freediving community, we always think about personal best, how far to go, how long can you hold your breath. I think the, the first uh, first reason why we started, at least for most of us, is because of the love of the ocean and these yeah. women are perfectly portrayed and showing it to us. And the fact that they are all women, it's like, yeah. you know, we have lessons from them. And I think yeah. they, they shouldn't be missed. And I think they are part of that freeing community and freediving in yeah. history. And I think it's People keep on telling the words. Yeah. So, um, so, so uh, you mentioned um, that on social media is where you're getting a lot of your connections as well. When you spoke about the Lex lady who's creating phenomenal things. And it reminded me of Egypt. So when I was going down to Egypt, I was looking for a professional photographer. 
And I couldn't get the guy that I wanted to work with, but I found this guy, um, Ligi, and such a beautiful human. So I connect with him on Instagram and I tell him, you know, we're going to be there for this long, na, 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 na. But can you believe this? I had not traveled with my boy and a total stranger, we'd only met on Instagram, total stranger gives me his boy, his rope, his bottom line, his bottom plate. He gave me everything and he said, I trust you. You know, yeah. I was going to go out diving and he says, you know, there's that depth over there. There's that depth over there. There's that depth over there. Just promise me that you're going to be safe. I know that you're a certified diver. I've seen your dives. I know you can dive. Just promise me that you're going to be safe. And I said, I'm definitely going to be safe. And just like that, he hands me his boy, hands me his rope. And I'm like, what? Such kindness. And I think it goes back to what you're yeah. saying, that don't be afraid to reach out to people and make connections with people on Instagram, because that's also how we're building a community. And look at us, you know. Through Instagram, we're able to find each other and find inspiration. And I think it's important because the freediving community is so into our sport and our hobby and passion that we tend to forget that it's a very small community. And if we don't connect with each other, what's the point of it? So, um, yeah, it's really, really important to, to do it just for the confidence, but also to have more people getting involved into free diving and into the ocean and into the water. Uh, you know, the ocean is such a stake, you know, at risk. You have things to do, so much thing to talk about. And the more people yeah. that are getting in the water, the message can be, you know, can be sent to other. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, I want to actually go back to you sharing about, you know, getting a photographer. Like, I'm so inspired by that because to me, it feels like, you know, when we capture these images, the images that you have, they are more than just for ourselves, right? So we love to yeah. look at those images and think, oh, I was there. It was beautiful. I was diving under ice. So I was diving in the cenotes in Mexico. But when any other, and I mean, I'm going to say it this way, when any other black or brown girl comes across your feed and they look at everything that you've done it's yeah. inspiring because you know in most spaces it's not often that black and brown women or maybe in general are in the freediving space so when i see your pictures and i see you know yeah when i see i was saying when i see your pictures i'm so incredibly inspired and reminded to just keep on creating because it's a space where you know we we document for ourselves but the people who come across our dreams and our experiences their lives are also changed by you know by our experiences yeah and also give someone the confidence in but also to try something that she always has wanted. I don't know if it's tap yeah. dancing, of it's ballet, I don't know. It just can give you the thing and the right message that, okay, if you want to do something, just do it actually. Just, it may be hard some. Important. 
to to follow that dream and to yeah. follow that journey. Yeah. And 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 again, right? It's telling people that it's possible, but it's also telling people that it doesn't matter how old you are. And that's what we were talking about now yeah. when we were saying, you know, you don't have to be 20 years old to get into free diving. I mean, I'm 31 this year and I, you know, I, I only started diving at sea in 2016. So I was what, 27. And many people would say that's a very late start, you know, and obviously, especially even in the free diving space, a lot of people will say, oh no, I've been, you know, I've been diving since I was a little kid. I have been swimming my whole life. So anytime when you're coming around people, they are telling you that they've been free diving their whole lives. They've been swimming their whole lives. And that could make people feel intimidated when they want to start something because everyone else that's around them has been doing it for such a long time. And it can make people get nervous. No. I can't hear you. So I think, oh, I, I see um, Aurelia is having more uh, challenges with, with um, her sound. But everybody who has joined the live, thank you so much for being here. We've had such a great conversation. Um, we've had a fantastic conversation just chatting about how Aurelia has done dives in ice and she has been to such beautiful places. She went to the Dominica, she's been to Mexico, and she has just had like phenomenal dive experiences. Hi. And yeah, so sorry, I was just um, sharing with everyone about everything that you've done. But, and just saying, I was again saying that when we decide to start something new, people think that you can get too old, but there's no such thing. You can just do it. Yeah, just, and this is the, the message, and this is why I also admire the AMA divers so much, is because they are just doing their thing, and they inspire me, you know, from across the world. So I think it's be you, just go after your dream, that passion, even fear, a little bit of fear, but it's important to yeah. just be you, and it's serve not only yourself and people that are shy or backing themselves from doing whatever they like and it's giving yeah. them the right message so I think it's important yeah so what I thought was also interesting that you mentioned is that you said I'm vegetarian but I want to learn how to spear fish so I don't mind eating fish if I know that it is sourced responsibly tell us more about that yeah so I would say that most of the time I can eat meat and fish like twice per year. So it's really not a lot. And most of the time I stick to a vegetarian meal because I don't miss that much uh, fish and meat. But if I, yeah. I know I'm island or something like that, the fish has been, uh, fish, um, has been caught like responsibly, I might eat it, you know? So yeah. I would say like, yeah, this is my diet and it's involved a lot of um, activism behind it because yeah. I don't, I prefer to die. Yeah. And, and I love that because so I've recently gone plant-based and, 
and I mean, I yeah. don't want to, I, I don't want to stick myself to any kind of eating movement, but I remember saying, I'm learning how to spear fish. And if I catch the fish myself, then I'm happier to eat it. And just because I generally, yeah. I'm not a big meat person. I'm not a big fish, you know, I'm hold on before I was a very, very big fish person. And I said, for me, I think I'm incentivized because if I'm going to have fish, it's going to be fish that I cook myself. And that kind of changes how you interact with food, which is beautiful. And you're right. It's, it's a means of activism as well in its own way. Yeah. And also you have like a storage. think that uh, to have that connection as well because same as I remember Kimi and a lot of people say we have we are so disconnected to everything right now and we are disconnected to our food it's important to you know to, to have connection with it and yeah. fishing for me when it's done the proper way it's a beautiful it's a beautiful way to to feed yourself and to feed a And, and I love that you say when spearfishing is done the right way, then it's a beautiful way to feed yourself because a lot of people just assume, and, and, and I don't know if it's the right or the wrong way, but sometimes like, like you look now, because we were in quarantine for a very long time, you know, some people are going out and spearing every single fish in sight, you know, and, 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 and that's not yeah. the idea because the idea should be to catch enough for you and your family. And it's not to... Um, you know, to to go out and take out every fish that you can see just because we've been in lockdown and quarantined. Yeah, to exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Normally, when you're going spare fishing, you have no courses about when and why you should take this uh the season you should also respect i, I don't know if you're going for diving uh spare fishing bahamas you know you have seasons where you can catch certain species so it's really important yeah. to learn about that it's not just going down catch the fish and say woohoo uh, i caught that many fishes and and that's it no you need to to respect the ocean and that place that keeps yeah. you well, I think it's important. So this is why for me it's also important to to eat a living a living being. Actually, that was living. Yeah. The proper way. It's I I hundred percent struggle. I'm I'm trying to to solve. I will say. Yeah. I, I definitely so agree with you. And you're right, because even here in South Africa, you can, and I think it's in most places that you can spear. At a certain point, there are certain fish that you can't catch. Even with crayfish, when they've got <laughs> eggs on them, then you yeah. leave them alone. And, and But the many spear fishing people that I know, and I think that's, you know, that's testament to the spear fishing community, a lot of them always respect the rules. So if you catch the wrong fish, you release it. You know, if you, if you catch the wrong cray, you put it back. And, and I think that's such an important thing because if as a culture, yeah. we respect the sport, 
then we're actually able to um, respect the ocean, you know, and that's what we do. We love the ocean, so we respect her. So we've we've come to the end of our we we've come to the end of our live and we've I know we've had some challenges with audio but it's fine. Tell us, give us a yeah. piece of your heart. What, exactly. what 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 would you love to leave us with? So I don't know if it could be from your day, it could be about the ocean, it could be about fashion. Hold on, maybe give us something uh, as you know as an overall and then give us like a fashion tip because I need it. <laughs> Oh, no, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, I would fashion tip is like for a lot of things yourself, but try to to, to find the, the. Hear me? Is it good? Now. Yes, it's good. Can you hear? Me? Is it good now? Yep. Okay. So I will say in terms of fashion, just be you, but try to find the right clothes because I'm into vintage fashion and so this is I went vintage because uh, I'm I would say I'm anti fast fashion now you know you have so many damages to the planet and to the people working in the industry it's horrifying so I would say just just be you in terms of style if you love putting in colors just put colors don't listen to what some people will tell you but just do it the right way you know inform yourself about those you're supporting through your dollars your euros and or whatever and actually and I will say the same for, for it's like there is this that says feel the fear and do it anyway so just be you even Ooh. if you're the only girl doing a sport even, wow. even if you're the only black girl doing something just be you and maybe you will inspire people maybe you will find you know your your big passion in life so oh yeah that will be the message i love that so much even when you are <laughs> afraid <laughs> you know even when you're afraid do it anyway i i love that so much that resonates with me like so deeply because you know sometimes you get afraid be it that you're leaving us with the reminder that even when you are afraid to do it anyway. Aurelia, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to, I'm going to cut our feed, but thank you so much for making time. And you, you inspire us so much. You inspire me so much. So please keep doing what you're doing and keep on inspiring me and yeah. keep on inspiring girls all across the planet and men and everybody um, just to keep on pursuing their dreams. Thanks. Uh, hold on and good luck with the fashion. Good luck with your vintage store. Um, hopefully as the world opens up, everybody comes and they shop from your store. I think so too. The world is getting smaller, so definitely we're <laughs> going to be diving together. And I hope one day we will dive together, maybe ice or tropical Thank water. Thank you so maybe. much. It's <laughs> fine. Alrighty. Cheers, <laughs> cheers.
Bye-bye. I love everything about this conversation. Doing the unthinkable, free diving on one breath under ice. What does that mean? I love that this is how we've started our season and I'm looking forward to the rest of the podcasts that we'll be loading. Join us for the journey. Cheers.